This is VOA News. I'm Michael Brown. U.S. officials reacted with concern at the news of civilians killed while trying to get humanitarian aid in Gaza. VOA's Jeff Custer has the story. Speaking to reporters as he left the White House Thursday, U.S. President Joe Biden said they were still gathering information on the incident, and as he understood it, there were two versions of what happened. U.S. Agency for International Development Chief Samantha Powers, who was in the West Bank Thursday, said regardless of the circumstances, the incident should never have happened. I know investigations are underway to find out exactly, again, what happened today. But again, a core principle that applies everywhere USAID and our partners work around the world is that desperate civilians trying to feed their starving families should not be shot at. Jeff Custer, VOA News. President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump visited the U.S.-Mexico border Thursday. It's a sign of how central immigration has become in this year's presidential campaign. BOA's Rick Pantaleo has the story. President Joe Biden and his likely Republican challenger, the former President Donald Trump, arrived Thursday in Texas, some 300 miles apart, for visits to the U.S.-Mexico border. Biden, who wants to spotlight how Republicans tanked the bipartisan border security deal on Trump's orders, went to the Rio Grande Valley city of Brownsville, which is described as once being the busiest corridor for illegal crossings, but has dropped sharply in recent months. Trump, meanwhile, headed to Eagle Pass, roughly 325 miles northwest of Brownsville, in the corridor that is currently seeing the largest number of crossings. Trump was to speak from a state park that has become a Republican symbol of defiance against the federal government immigration enforcement practices it mocks. Rick Pantaleo, VOA News. And for details on much more news, we invite you to join us at our website, voanews.com, also on the VOA mobile app. This is VOA News. Authorities say fire raced through a seven-story building in an upscale area of Bangladeshi capital Dhaka Thursday night, killing at least 43 people and injuring dozens more. A fire department official said the blaze started in a popular restaurant and quickly spread to the upper floors, trapping several people. Firefighters brought the blaze under control in about two hours, according to the official. The government has ordered an investigation into the cause of the deadly fire. AP correspondent Jackie Quinn now reports on a former U.S. ambassador admitted, admitting to spying for Cuba. A former career U.S. diplomat says he'll plead guilty to charges that he served as a secret agent for Cuba. 73-year-old former ambassador Manuel Roca changed his plea from not guilty to guilty, telling a federal judge in Miami he'll admit to two counts of conspiring to act as a foreign agent in exchange for 13 other charges being dropped. Not only did Roca work for the State Department, he was a special advisor to the head of the military's U.S. Southern Command. Roca had been caught on tape calling the U.S. the enemy and bragging about being a Cuban mole for some 40 years of service. I'm Jackie Quinn. DAP's Karen Thomas reports Russian President Vladimir Putin is warning the West against sending troops to Ukraine. Russian President Vladimir Putin has vowed to fulfill Moscow's goals in Ukraine in his State of the Nation address ahead of next month's election. 
Arriving to an auditorium packed with Russian lawmakers and top officials, Putin began his two-hour-long address. He also sternly warned the West against deeper involvement in the fighting, saying it could risk a global nuclear conflict. French President Emmanuel Macron had earlier said that deploying Western troops to Ukraine should not be ruled out. In an apparent reference to Macron's statement, Putin said countries who decided to do that would face tragic consequences. He accused the West in provoking conflicts in Ukraine, the Middle East and other regions of the world and said that there are also weapons that can hit targets on their territory. I'm Karen Shamas. Heavy gunfire paralyzed Haiti's capital. At least four police officers were killed as a powerful gang leader announced he will try to capture the country's police chief and government. The ministers, the move comes as Prime Minister Ariel Henry arrived in Kenya Thursday looking to finalize details for the deployment of a foreign armed force to help combat Haiti's criminal gangs. With details on much more news, as always, we invite you to join us at our website, voanews.com, or the VOA mobile app. I'm Michael Brown, VOA News.